With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Empire. Triple Play Fantasy's basketball show with Doc, Coach, and Brass Dadamas starts now. This is the Triple Play Fantasy Basketball Show. Proud member of Empire Media hosting once again. I am Coach Lewis, still upset that LeBron James is on vacation right now, although <laughs> he has time to watch his son play. I didn't get to see the highlights, although I, I saw him come much. in with Drake. Yeah. Okay. He didn't I know. play much. I, he's still coming back from that injury. I think he's he's gonna work himself into it. Yeah, I want to see the, what type of uh, players they brought in too. Um, but the 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 spectacle is who's coming to the games. Apparently, the yeah. game itself <laughs> is not important. You hear the voice in the background, as always. Brad Kilgore, what's up? Can't complain, man. Happy to be here. Talk some hoops. And last, and certainly not least. Kevin Coleman, how we doing, Kev? I'm doing pretty good. I'm just hanging out here. I'm done with school now, so I have more time, and I'm excited to watch the playoffs and just hang out. Do you have Do you have something on your chest? I don't have. Okay, so let me be fair. I want to <laughs> say that the Jazz may have been a little better than I gave them credit for, uh, but what I was worried about did happen last night. So I mean, Game Three. So I don't want to coordinate them all, um, but. The Jazz definitely are not frauds, so let me retract my statement. Uh, but I, I'm not. Hey, he's got to prove it. So Mitchell's got to, you know, finish this series if he, if he I was wants gonna, to do it. I was gonna say there was a certain person in particular you called a fraud, not not just the entire team. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a little bit of a diversion there. We're gonna talk about the Jazz. But there's, a, there's a man in particular. I, I'm not ready to coronate Donovan Mitchell yet. Like <laughs> I know he's done. He had two great games. Uh, I, but you know he, he he they did lose last night. I know he still put up thirty, but you know he still had a plus minus negative ten. Like oh let's my. just let's just relax on the Donovan Mitchell love. You know, that's know we're gonna first, get it later. Let's first just chill. loss that the Jazz have had with him playing in the playoffs. They they won the first six. Okay, Man, I'll well, say, we'll see. I'll say like I I underestimated the Jazz too. Like everything statistically pointed to them being the best team. Not even in the west but like just overall like the best team over the course of the year so honestly they're looking like the best team in the west even better than the suns if you ask me so um it'll be interesting to see what happens because like coach like how you said before we hopped on like it seems like the momentum changes just every single day like we we thought the bucks were gonna get swept and now it's looking like they might be all right yeah, it helps when you have a superstar and people that that step up like like Kawhi Leonard. It, it, basketball, unlike a lot of sports, uh, one player can really uh, put put its foot on the pedal and and charge their team to victory. Unlike which is exactly, which is exactly why the Wizards should not blow it up. 
They got two superstars. Eric, Eric's not here, but he's always talking about how they need to blow it up and start over. Where are we going to get two superstars? I just don't know what you're blowing up here. Like, what are you getting? You can't, you can't get rid of. You just dug yourself in a hole. You got out of Jan Mahimi contract, and then you go and put Davis Bertans on the dotted line, and now you're stuck in the same limbo that you were for the past four years. They're not, they're not stuck. They went from lottery to playoffs, and they'll go even further next year. Oh, Don't yeah. you worry. The play playing game. Uh, listen, playoffs. man. Listen, Duncan. No, they were eight seed. Yeah, and, but it's. I mean, they still. And, they and listen, man. Way up. Duncan Robinson's about to get like a hundred million. Like Davis Davis Bertans getting eighty isn't the worst thing, especially when he's coming off like three straight years of being top four and three points made. Like he'll bounce back next year. I'm not sure. He's not. Davis Bertans. He's not though. He's never been. Yes, there. he will. Yes, Maybe. He, what are you talking about? He he just he I, the four last, years. Like, Hey, the last go- three years, he's been top four. In, Kev, basketball ref me right now. Except last four this years. Year. Except for this there's, year. The last three or four. All right, I'm there's no way. There was one year, and it was last year, and that was it. And Hold he's on, terrible. Duncan Robinson is no, much no, no, better no, no, than no, no. basketball. They're not even uh, – uh, to me, yes, they're not yes, comparable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He is. He's better. But he's yeah. not much better. It's not like he plays defense either. Of them. He play, at least gives an effort. He can do something outside shooting. He's got a nice little um, pick and roll what? package with Bam Adebayo, and you know oh, he was brother. in the NBA Finals starting. He does not All right, a... Bertans. <laughs> hey, would it take us two minutes? We hold can't on, even on. get into the intro. No, no, no. I'm, I'm up. I'm up right now. I'm up right now. Hold on. Let me get to the uh, three points. Get to him. Let me know his Single season. Just yeah. so take, just take it in. Take the pill. Spurs, it, like four years ago, he was playing for the Spurs, and he he does nothing. Nowhere. God, we gave him eighty million to be terrible. That might be the worst oh, contract no. in basketball. Like, it is already. I'm, stay, no, I'm trying to say just I'm it trying to say everything because it's because he's unplayable. At least he the other guys season. that have bad contracts can at least play. Like Andrew Wiggins, at least can be on the court with his terrible contract. Goodness gracious! Well, you're gonna get Wiggins here pretty soon, so you guys will just have him and Bertans on that on that roster. Yeah, 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 yeah right. And Wiseman, yeah, that's the that trade is happening. All right, and today on the year by year. Don't even do it. Don't even do it. Uh, let me we're let not, me roll through it, and then and then, and then right. you can you I'll can do the your apology. We had Kev's apology. Then we'll have <laughs> we'll have a Brad apology right after. Right, fair enough. In today's. Triple Play Fantasy Basketball Podcast. We rap about all things in the world of NBA, and it's such a world's game. Um, we have our first Serbian MVP, Nikola Jokic, and our French defensive player of the year. It seems like he wins it every year, three of the last four times. Rudy Gobert, we recap and give opinions on who you got, the better Space Jam kicks. Maury and Riley getting fined for tampering once again, injury implications of the playoff matchups, all the second round. Playoff matchups are are heating up, and lastly, our question of the week. So, Brad, insert apology about Bertans being terrible. <laughs> All right, 2019 through 2020, Davis Bertans was eighth in the league with 200 uh, three pointers made. Then we go to 18, 19, the year before. I don't see him. He's not on the list. Um, he had one year, and he was eighth, not even top five. <laughs> hold no. on, hold on. I'm gonna find this. No, nah. I'm gonna do a control <laughs> after my boy. This is awful. 
Let me do Damn. a control F for my boy here. Uh, and he's the worst defensive player in the league, too. This has to be a mistake. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. But for now, <laughs> I'll say you're right. It's 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 sad when Garrison Matthews is giving you better minutes. Um, people he's go- not. Google him. That's, that's absurd. Yeah, that's yeah. an absurd take. At least he moves. Yeah. At least he can. He's a better he defender. That's, the, that's for sure. All right, uh, we're gonna start a little losing notes, and uh, LeBron switches his jersey back. You know what? To... Donovan Mitchell's a fraud. <laughs> Is he? Talk I'm, about I'm it. Hopping on, I'm hopping off the tape. <laughs> let me know. Let, let me know, because uh, that's that's Kevin's take. What, what's fraudulent about him? He has 30 yesterday, midway through the fourth. His ankle is bit up there in a game that they can't win. Their point guard, Mike Conley, hasn't played this series. And guess what? They didn't skip a beat. He goes from the two to the one. He has 37. He drops his number, 45. Last year in the playoffs, he had a uh, 57 game and a 52 game. He's the only player in NBA history to average 20-plus points per game in the regular season and in the playoffs. I mean, dog, he, that first year he took Utah to the playoffs. They had no business even making it, making it to the dance. And he affects winning. He's six one and plays bigger than life. He's smart. He'll what? dunk on. He'll dunk on you. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> he's bigger than life. What is this? Are we reading an English class right he'll now? Dunk, like, bigger, he'll dunk on your head and pull up from the logo. Oh God! Whatever. And he's got Dwayne Wade whispering gems in his ear mid game. I will say, like, it's and something... he's a, he's handsome. That's a stat. Oh, I, I will say, like, there's something to um, <laughs> there's something to him being like on the team that he's on and still getting the usage rate that he gets. You know, like they all defer to him when it comes to scoring. And when you've got he's guys the like alpha Clarkson, in the room, yeah, he's I, the I man. guess I. When you got guys like Clarkson and Bogdanovich and and Ingles and Conley, like all of them decide, like, okay, we'll let you run it. And that's that says something on the the number one seed in the West and probably you know the number one net rated team in the entire league. So, you know, it's it's clear that he's he's here to stay, man. He's a lot better than I thought he'd be, and he's he keeps getting better. Yeah, it's crazy. He does all like D, like he looks just like D Wade. He does all the D Wade moves, but he then he's, he's pulling up for three. Better deep. shooter, way better shooter. So uh, that is amazing, and he can get it off anytime. Even though he's he's small, he just doesn't seem that little. Some guy that's really big. He's not really small. Like, he's like six one, right? Yeah, he's six one, but like that's in the category of he's like maybe in that one of the best little guys in the NBA of all time. Like he's getting on the verge of that that status because you know, see, I, I feel like the six one is like the cutoff where that now you're a really little guy. Yeah, you know, it doesn't look that way. It's close. Um, it's close. Yeah. So speaking about little little guys, but, but people that are bigger in life, and that's Rudy Gobert. He wins that Defensive Player of the Year award. You see his uh, effect in the playoffs, and um, there goes his uh, his late mentor, uh, Mark Eaton. What are your guys' thoughts about uh, Mr. Gobert winning that uh, Defensive Player of the Year? It's bullshit. But he deserved you know, it. That's what, that's, no, he did not deserve it. Ben Simmons oh. deserves it. They, they, the Sixers should have the MVP and the Defensive Player of the Year. That's kind of how that goes. I can I understand Embiid because he, he got hurt. Uh, but even then, you, as you've seen his playoffs, he's the MVP. Uh, I don't know what else you could say about Embiid. But Simmons deserves the 
deserves a defensive player of the year award. I don't know. I, I've mentioned this in the podcast plenty of times, but that guy deserves it. If you watch Gobert, he's limited defensively in the pick and roll. They attack him. Yes, he gets rebounds, but this is that old school boomer way of looking at the award and thinking that someone like Gobert should be given it every year just because he gets a bunch of rebounds and can block shots. Like Simmons is the most valuable defensive player on the court. Look well, what he's doing against Trey. Uh, so I agree with you, Kevin. I, I do think that Ben Simmons should have got the award, but uh, in Gobert's defense, I think Coach read the stats last year or last episode when we were talking about you know who should get that defensive award, and he's not getting it just because he he grabs boards and blocks shots. He actually affects the game, but Ben Simmons affects it on a greater level because he can do it at every single position. Whoever your star is, whoever whoever gets buckets for your team, Ben Simmons can guard that guy. And that's not something Rudy Gobert can do. So in my opinion, I think this this should have been Simmons Award, but I understand why Gobert won it. It wasn't even close as far as the, the metrics are concerned and the numbers. But, you know, I like I, I understand the, the argument on Ben Simmons. He's, a, he's an elite um, defender. He's a great defender. I mean, he's got to do something if you have games where you only two, shoot two shots. Um it's looking like he's not a, a top five player under 25 anymore, even though some people think that he's better than Luka Doncic. <sighs> Let me ask you, uh, <laughs> do you think so if the if the MVP was renamed, you know, most. Uh, I don't know what most best outstanding player. In the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most outstanding player or like best season. Like, do you think. Jokic would have still got it because I do. I, I think he had an incredible year, especially given you know Jamal Murray being out. But is he the best player in the NBA? No. Is he better than Joel Embiid? Uh, Who would you no. rather have? I'd rather have. Uh, I'd rather have Jokic, really? but he's not okay. better. He's not better than Embiid. The the only thing that would keep me from taking Embiid is the injuries. Oh yeah, but I'm just I, I'm kind of putting that to the side. Who if you got a you, you oh, got oh, yeah, heads yeah. up like we're it's gonna come up later, but like you got you got a lodge one and you have Patrick Ewan heads up for Game Seven. You, you heads want up, Olajuwon. I'm taking Embiid. Yeah, yeah heads, heads up, up, I want Embiid no, no. for, for that defensive uh, ability um, that definitely helps a lot, and then just his bully ball mode. So um, Jokic, but, Jokic can do more like passing the ball and everything like that. He's got great vision. He's got. You know, he does the outlet passes that we only see from guys like LeBron. But if I'm building a team, like I can get guys to do that. Like I don't need I don't need my center to be the the point man, you know. So I, I definitely take a beat over him. He's no fraud. Um he's earned it and then he he showed up yeah. in the playoffs. He completely destroyed Portland. They had they they he gave him fits. They had nothing that they could do for him. And <laughs> did you um, uh did you see that video that was it was online? Uh Austin Rivers posted it. He was in the gym. He was about to work out, and he was like, "I can't work out with this dude," because uh, Jokic was working out, and he was blasting like this this Serbian music with like wild accordions. <laughs> that was hilarious. He, he's he's, he's true. Cool. He's true. I want to hang. It's like Gronkowski. It's like this guy is fucking cool. I want to hang out with him. Yeah, he's a cool dude, man. Um. The coach of the year was announced. Uh, to Tom Thibodeau won. I, we announced that uh, Monty Williams won because <laughs> it was a, a different award. I think it was a vote that was based on the coach's opinion. But yeah. look how close this thing was. So, like, it, it should have gone to, to either one of them. But it, the, the total points is 351 Tom Thibodeau, 340 Monty Williams. So the two coaches well-deserved of 
coach of the year. So shout them out. Go back, go back to that uh, table. I'm trying to see who put first place who, votes. Monty Quinn Williams Snyder. got more. So Quinn Snyder was stealing second place votes from Monty Williams. That's interesting. Mm. I wouldn't have. He wouldn't have been in my top three, really. Well, we huh. just were talking about they were the best team in the NBA record wise. We it's but. not because of coaching. Well, he's all, and he's won the award as well. Um, a new award, our social justice champion award, named after Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They get they, they named the finalists. You got uh, Tobias Harris, Drew Holiday, Carmelo Anthony, Harrison Barnes, and Juan Toscano Anderson. Um, rookie getting on there, but uh, I honestly I can't put my finger on, on one person that that deserves this award, but it kind of seems like Carmelo Anthony should win the first award uh, based on like everything that he's done in his whole career, um, it, it, it taking a stand this entire time. So. We'll see. I I I think every everyone gets a, a little a chunk of change. What's he taking a stand on? I don't know about Melo. Oh well, the the SB Awards definitely takes presidences when they they all stood up and I mean that was like you know the banana boat crew. But he does a lot of things oh, here yeah. okay. in the community um, in Baltimore. Um, he's That's got true. he's got that that Melo institution and um, he's got Team Melo where he sponsors all the little kids. Um, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, like all these guys, they do a lot to give back to the community in you know various ways, and they don't publicize it either. So like, there's a lot of people that we just we just don't even know about. Like I saw, um, I saw Jordan Clarkson the other day. He was trending because um, there was like an Asian food truck owner that got you know his food truck vandalized, and Jordan Clarkson just like paid to have all of that taken down and, and get them a new food truck. And like, that's the kind of thing that, you know, he doesn't publicize. It got publicized for him. And I think a lot of these guys, you know, they have the heart to do that and, and they do it, you know, day in and day out. And we just don't know about it. So that's, that's a tough, tough award to give, but you know, I, I whoever, know Shaquille, well, everybody, all of the finalists, they all get like uh $25,000 into their own charitable um, that's awesome. places and the winner gets like 50,000. So, like it's kind of like even if you lose, it's a finalist. Everyone wins, and what I like about Carmelo and his foundation, uh, he gives back to the like to the places that he was. So like this year alone, yeah. he gave away you know four million um, for the projects in Baltimore and in other suburbs in Maryland, uh, Syracuse, New York, uh, you know places that he, that he's he's ingrained in and now in Portland. So shout sure. them out. Um, but I. We we gotta talk about little LeBron. He switched back to the six jersey. I gotta get all new Laker jerseys since I get every <laughs> single one he has, and it's gonna hurt my pockets. Getting married this summer, and now I gotta spend money on all new uh, LeBron jerseys. Uh, check out those kicks, though. Space Jam um, new preview came out, and uh, obviously you, you can't really beat the the Space Jams that Michael Jordan sported. But these things are fly. I like them. What you guys thoughts? I've never been a big LeBron shoe guy. Uh, like I've, I've never been that guy that liked him. I think they look okay, uh, but I'm I, I'm not there yet. And I I could care less about the number. I I hate that stuff. Like I'm old, dude. We, Eric always makes fun of me, Doc, because <laughs> I'm crotchety and stuff. I could give a shit what they wear. Um, I, I don't care about that. I'm not buying their jersey anyway. 
but I would say I, I don't know. Those I, I, I like the LeBrons. They're okay, but I've never worn them just because they're so heavy. And I just don't I don't like the I don't wear They're all them. not that heavy though. You must they have had are. a bad experience. You probably wore the LeBron fours in the LeBron fives because those are super heavy. And you're I don't like, you know what? Coach, I haven't so. I haven't worn them since. <laughs> I don't flop much, Coach, so I don't need them. Um, I'm not like you out there playing with these eighth graders flopping all over the court. Oh, man, I took a charge at LA Fitness this week. Who takes a charge at LA Fitness? Who takes a charge? It was a player control. I was just in the right position. I didn't, like – I didn't like stand and take like one of those high school charges. Like I'm guarding. I was gonna say, man. On this never take a, don't be that dude taking no, charges and picking up. I would up hate ball. to play with you if you take yeah. charges and they shit. They put me like, on the big man. I got I was guarding a guard and they were like, get the big fella. I'm like, we were team guard. I'm like, damn, I'm old. I'm old. I'm guarding big fellas at the gym. <laughs> um, anyways, love I love the I love the new kicks. Uh we'll we'll see how the new movie is, but I, I think LeBron might might get the edge maybe not in greatest player of all time and we'll, we'll debate that later but in acting i got i i have a feeling that he's gonna do a little bit of a better acting role than than what uh what, what mike put together yeah, in that's that a performance <laughs> it's a little bar we know who the star was in that in, in the last one it, it was bill murray right, right. uh all right injury reports uh t- like we said, Mike uh, Mike Conley hasn't played in his first three games, and then um, Spider Mitchell left midway through the fourth last night in their game three loss and to the Clippers. What do you think the implications on this injury and how it affects the Utah Jazz, Kev? Yeah, they got to get healthy, especially in the series. You saw it last night. I think the biggest thing from the game last night you saw is like when Mitchell's not going out of this world and hitting volume threes. I mean, he had 30 points, but he did struggle a little bit from the three-point line. They need that extra scoring, and they need that guy that kind of steps up. And I think that they need Conley to get back. They got to get him in there just because I think it provides a little stability. And if those other guys mm-hmm. aren't volume, volume scoring and not, not hitting shots that they need to, especially open shots. They missed a lot of open shots last night. Uh, I, I think that that's going to be key. Like, they got to get Conley back. I mean, Mitchell Day, yeah, absolutely. If he's done, they're done. But Conley, Conley's kind of that glue. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm at. And I want to see him come back because I'd like to see him and, and Chris Paul in the Western Conference Finals against each other because I want one of them to go to the finals. We want to see these teams at full strength for sure. Yeah. And, and everyone's taking a hit, Brad. Uh, Mitchell, he already said he's going to play on Monday, so I'm not really tripping. He's He's going to be okay. And they've demonstrated they don't they don't need Conley. Like I'm not gonna overreact to this last win where we got you know prime Kawhi and Paul George was playing out of his mind. Like that's what they need to do to beat this team. And and like you said, Coach, they they were missing wide open threes. Like they've demonstrated that they can beat this Clippers team when they're not even at their best. And when they are at their best, they're going to win very convincingly. So I, I don't think they need Conley to to win, um, not this series. They're going to need him next series, which is why I think they're the the Jazz are kind of letting him rest a bit, letting him get healthy. And I feel I feel like they they do need him at the end of the day. I think yesterday was a big. They didn't sign need him the first two wins. And no, they didn't. But I think that it's 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 too much on Donovan's back. Uh, like they said, like you, you got, you kind of said, like they haven't really needed him, but I think there at a certain point, it's going to be too much for one guy. Kind of like it was too Man. much for Luca at the end of the Mavs series when they put Kawhi on him. And the, the, they don't have that team. Seven. They don't have that team. Like if 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 Donovan is the superstar that we think he might be, it's not too much for him to score thirty a game. 
it, it's is, really not. And especially when you got guys like Clarkson, you got guys like Bogdanovich, you got Ingles, you got Gobert. Like they've got a way better team than Dallas had. That if he's not gonna, he's he's not gonna need to score, you know, a fifty point triple double to win by one point. Like that's not that's not what Utah is. Yeah, but there is some about missing your all-star point guard that is one of the better uh, no feisty doubt. point uh, defenders, and he just run he run, orchestrates the offense so so well. Which and is, yes, Clarkson's good. Yeah, Ingles are good, um, complimentary players. But um, Conley orchestrates that offense so well, and things just run a lot uh, smoother with him. Which in is there. why, which is why they'll need him against the Suns, but not against the Clippers team, whose only threat is Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And maybe so you get like a Reggie Jackson game. Let's just get to it. Who you got um, in this series right now? It's two one. Uh, the Jazz are winning. I think Brad has just indicated that he's still going with Utah. And yeah. what, you got a game that you think it'll be determined. I, I, I when I was writing for Fan Tracks, um, I, I did my my second round playoff overview, and I had Utah winning this in a gentleman's sweep, and I have no no change to that whatsoever. I, I think they're going to close out these next two games. I, the Clippers just aren't that team that wow. we thought they were going to be in the early season. And, and when we thought it was either the Lakers or the Clippers that were going to take the West, they're just not that team. And it, it's come out that it's Utah or Phoenix. So that those are the teams that play together. Those are the teams that can rely on, you know, two to three different people to, to give them what they need. And they also play defense. So um, at the end of the day, Utah is just a much better team, even if they're not at full strength. Kev, what's your take on this? Yeah, I think Utah at six is where I'm kind of leaning. Uh, just because I just don't think the Clippers are good enough, right? Like, I just don't. Yeah. I mean, they have two great players, and we've kind of been saying that year after year. Like, And that's why I was worried. I said – and I just thought that – I thought Paul George – and to Paul George's credit, I, I make fun of him a lot, and I call him pandemic fee. But he hasn't been, like, terrible. Like, he's been okay. No. I, uh, I, I do he think – really Lou, good yesterday. Yeah, and I think Lou is just not he's doing good. all playoffs. Good. Yeah, no, he, but he's been getting torched all playoffs too. He had Luka, two bad games. He couldn't guard Luca. He can't guard Donovan. Can't, nobody can guard Luca. <laughs> yeah, you're but when about you are, people, when you're known as a premier, one of the great two-way players, and uh, okay. you're known for your defensive ability, and then you're give, long. Give Kawhi, and, give Kawhi that too. Give Kawhi that too. People are just giving it to Paul George. Kawhi get when, when it mattered. Kawhi was put on him, and it was too much. Like it, it, game seven. He had 19 points. Luca had 19 points in that first quarter. They put in the in the second half. They put Kawhi on him, basically the guard in full court. He was steamed. He was out of gas, and they got blew out. Like Kawhi put exactly. his stranglehold on that series, and I think that's what's going to happen in this series. I think that the Clippers are going to win, and whether it takes six or seven, Kawhi Leonard at the end of the day, he's got something in the back of his bag. And when their backs are against the wall, he shows that he is the best player in last series. And that's with Luka Doncic. And this series is going to show that he's better than Donovan Mitchell now. Right. These guys are young. They're both under 25. And we'll see what happens going forward. And these these things will will measure. I mean, this series is very, very interesting. And it's a chess match. And Ty Lue has shown adjustments. They were down, uh, you know, 0-2 against uh, Dallas. He said uh, nothing's changing. We – Stay in course. We're not scared. They were down three one. Same thing, and then they win six and seven. So Ty lose a hell of a coach, isn't he? Oh man, yes, of course he is. You know, I'm saying that get, I'm a LeBron guy. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get enough. He didn't get enough credit for that championship, man. People just gave. They were LeBron down three one, and yeah, he yep. had he had he pulled out Adjustments. all the tricks. He adjusts. He's like the antithesis of of Budenholzer. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's that's huge. That's huge. And um, some coaches are like that. Some coaches take take a blow and then they'll give you their punch back. Sometimes Popovich is is great at that, losing a game and then coming back and then winning by twenty. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, tampering is a thing in the NBA. Um, even if you just send an IG uh, quote, uh, our first one we want to talk about is, and it's funny because these the two people we're talking about got fined different amounts. The first one is uh, Daryl Morey got fined 50 K for a <laughs> post on uh, Steph Curry that put his brother, you know, that plays for Philly. Uh, it was a, it was just a shout out. And then Morey said, join him, Brad, what's your take on getting fined $50,000 for saying, join him. Uh, I get it. Morey knows better than that. I, I'm a little, a little surprised that he got double what Pat Riley got. I know, the right? Kinda, they were both like kind of just benign statements where like that's not going to convince any player to to join the team. But um, you know, it, it's it's interesting how the NBA actually does their finding system. It seems very, you know, behind closed doors. Nobody knows what whatever formula goes into it. But when you're I, the I mafia man, you can you can get half of the yeah. fine that that Daryl Morey gets when you literally said, "I'm leaving." the key under the doormat if you want to come back like i feel like his was more like come on home I buddy did, i did watch that though <laughs> i was watching the the levitar show and when he did that and um the question was actually phrased to him of like are you gonna leave the key under the door like it's not yeah. like he willingly said i'm gonna leave the key under the door it was he was just answering the question in kind but he still knows better everybody knows better than to do that and let's let's be honest. This is not a lot of money to these guys, especially if no. they can land, land these people in the future. Kev, what's your take on the fining and um, people get, getting in trouble with Mister well, Adam Silver? I just think it's funny. They they tamper all the time. Like these guys, yeah. these players are tampering. The coaches tamper. The assistant coaches, the agents. Like we know that. Like th there's no way all, all of a sudden July first comes around, and seventeen people get signed in the first five minutes. Oh no, they yeah. We know that they tamper. I think it's funny. Like I would do the same shit. I have the yeah. money. I'm gonna say, hey, come, come play with your brother. Come over here. I got the key under the mat. Like, I mean, that's the way to get in these players' ears. I think a bigger question is, would you want a 39 year old LeBron? No, I wouldn't. What? No. 39, 39, <laughs> 40 year old LeBron. Hey, you have to pay him like max money. Coach, he's I don't, done. I don't care. No, he's not. He was the best player in the NBA. I don't think he's done. I don't think he's done. He's the best not. He's not, not he's not max. He's not max. He was hurt anymore. in his playoffs. Oh my gosh. Don't write, let recency bias tell you that he is old and over the hill and he can't play. He's 39, coach. He's, no, he's not 39 yet, but he's going to be he's 39. Gonna be 30 when, when, yeah. And just because they, yeah, yeah, but he still is playing at an elite uh, level. Coach, we had coach, Tom Brady, coach, 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 Bowl, coach, 44. Okay, that's football. Do you think, that's a whole different mind. That's a whole do different you think sport. that he can carry a team still? Yes. Nah. Okay. All right. I, I'm not there. It's he not, needs it's Anthony not the Davis. We can argue. Yeah, we, yeah. he needs another star. Okay. He, needs, he needs street clothes Davis, all right? <laughs> they were up to one. If if Anthony Davis can be healthy and play, you know, who knows what that would have happened with that Phoenix series. Uh, LeBron clearly wasn't healthy, and we're going to sit here and act like he's, he's, I thought he's he just was, old. I thought he was carried. I thought he's he was carrying a team good still. I thought he's he was still carrying a team good, and he's not. Or at least he showed he wasn't this past year. Maybe next year he'll be back like that. 
I wouldn't put it past him, but recency had, bias matters when it when the guy you're talking about is. 37. He's had bumps and bruises in, in before, but this ankle injury was different. It, clearly, he couldn't do the lateral things, even that he was doing in, in the midseason. I I keep pointing out he didn't go to his patent spin move. No, he, no, and, no. And you, that's you an unstoppable that. move. When and you're you, doing, you can't when you're do doing, it. No, you don't get you don't get to do that when you're twenty twenty eight ten and and eight in a playoff game. It's like Embiid, like. I know that he's got a torn meniscus, but once you do forty and ten, I consider you healthy. Like you don't yeah. get you don't get to be healthy and injured. Like you have to choose one or the other. So when it comes to criticism, like I can't say like LeBron isn't this. You know he he was hampered by this injury. I have to say okay, he came out and he played well. It just wasn't good enough. Like you got to you got to take the side stars, and he's not going to be playing with the, like the uh, Verizal and the and the Cleveland bums. He's going to be on with the really good good other players. And if he goes to Miami, guess what? They have Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. I, I'll put him at, I'll put him at point guard <laughs> at 39 and with Duncan Robinson what? and Tyler. That's a championship team. If he goes to Miami with the team that they have right now, they would win the championship next year. Well, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the team that because he's going to be max money, so you're going to have to get rid of a lot of those role players and then you have the question like is that the guy that you need to rely you can rely on to carry you at 39. If I'm playing LeBron 20 million, okay. If I'm paying him max exactly. money, I'm not doing it. Just I'm not, not doing it for max. He's not he's not there. He's He's an excellent player, and he's all like he's the kind of guy that he could he could average twenty five for the rest of his life. He's the greatest like, player to ever live. Okay, excellent sure. But but when when MJ, listen, man, people deteriorate. Like he's not a yes. robot. Like eventually, he's going to. He said it himself. This like, ain't this ain't he's Wizards on the MJ, roller coaster. Though. He's on the roller coaster downswing. Like you have to admit that. Like he's not he's not the same guy. Saying cigars you. after practice, MJ quit twice. It kind of uh, is, man. Went into baseball. He's he's. It kind of is. This is LeBron. This is LeBron basketball. bottle of wine after every game. Like this is. He's still the man. He's still somebody that's excellent. But in two, three years, I'm not paying that guy max money, man. He's not. He can't. You can't stay at this level forever. Like eventually, there's going to be some downturn. That's just how it works. That's age, man. And he's played. Talk. He's played over fifty thousand minutes already. That's absurd. That's. I mean, in, in hard in minutes he, too. Yeah, and like in the NBA Finals, you got the. Yes. You had the bubble last year. You had all that kind of stuff. Like you're looking at him. Like he's wearing down. Like you can see it. And he's and he can't lead that team. And that team, you already see what's wrong with the Lakers. They don't have depth. Yeah. So when they were out, they That's did right. not have the ability to carry those guys. They had a lower seat. They, ran into the they didn't have scoring depth, at least. Yeah. He's got motivation. He had just tasted it and that short off late. The last time, the last time LeBron, they went, they went home packing early. Card, yeah, Jesus. The last time they went home packing early, guess what? They came back and they won the NBA championship. And that was just last year. They're literally the reigning champions right now. And he was finals MVP. <laughs> Like he's he goes and he, they lose in the first round because AD goes down and that now was, he's now he's washed up and year, he's old. That was a year ago with no travel, and now he's he's coming off of a, a high ankle sprain that he had trouble. He, first of all, took longer to come back from than I would have. He expected. was never healthy for it. That's why it was reaggravated. He missed that's two games about. once he's again. And he, once he, again, and he that's what up happens and he when you get older. There. And then he's he got old. twenty-eight, ten, and eight. Like he's. He's either healthy or he's hurt. Like you can't you can't play both sides of it. 
He's either, I know he's it's either healthy June or he's hurt. and he's got he's got time to recuperate, rest, and um, the Lakers can maybe field some shooters around him to as they time. shot. 22% on wide butt naked open three pointers. I mean, it, when your team can't make shots, um, you have no chance. And they were shooting the worst three pointer percentage in the NBA out of the 16 teams that got in. Why was he being so passive? Why wasn't he shooting? Cause he didn't, he couldn't go downhill. Like, I mean, oh, he, okay. I mean, he led like for him to lead for LeBron, James to lead his, for LeBron James to lead his team in three pointers made for a series. That's a problem. Like how did he, he's how did he one get of the greatest points, man. How'd he get 28 points if he can't go downhill? Because he's shooting threes because he can't do the other things. So, that and that's what I'm saying. Do. So why did he stop shooting threes? Like, why Why did he become passive? I mean, he shot he, at he a just high decided, clip. He, but I'm saying, like, he decided he was not going to carry that team. Like, he tried. He got him close to. He knew it wasn't possible for him to put his team on his back due to his physical condition Oh, right now. So right. Not Jordan, because Jordan of all, it's because of the ankle. That's your that's your god right there. That's your king, Black Panther style. <laughs> that is your guy. He can't. You know, oh, I can't do it. I'm just gonna pass. Come on, get out of here with that. Jordan's a goat. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Brown know. is the most skilled player. Jordan is the best winner. So that's what I would say there. That's Jordan's definitely am. the best winner. But I, LeBron, winner, I think LeBron's the, the. I think LeBron's the goat to me. But but. We got Jordan. Like, Jordan's I'm, the best. I'm, winter. You have to be honest. You have to be honest <laughs> of who. How humans work, like what he's done, is incredible. <laughs> but humans deteriorate, man. They get older, and you just you can't hang on to this this image of Ron in his prime forever. Like he's just oh, not there anymore. Oh. He's almost forty. Who won, like, he's the, going who won the two thousand and twenty championship? Oh God! Last I'm time I checked, it was that was this. That was last year. It was like five months ago. My it's bad. This year now. My bad if now. I remember who won the championship last season. Who was the bro? Final it's this year now. No I'm not talking about, about last year. year. Last year. This year he got bounced in the first round for the first time ever. Speak, like this year was what we're talking about. We're gonna go. We're gonna digress. That's how time works. For people that suck. <laughs> oh, I What's your guys' opinion of this guy? <laughs> Should he be doing and should he be announcing games? We're talking about Jeff Van Gundy. I'm tired I love of Van it. Gundy, man. I love, I love Van Gundy. It. You love him? I yeah. hate I hate Mark Jackson. You don't like Reggie Miller, who's great. I also hate Mark Jackson. I don't like Mark Jackson. I think he's a he's he's a terrible announcer, game passing by. He's rude. He's mad the NBA left him out. Yeah. You know he's a terrible coach. Yeah, like, he, but him, him and Van Gundy, him and Van Gundy have great chemistry. They do. Which is why which is why they I don't like as long as Van game. Gundy's the guy. <laughs> That's fine with me. That's fine. He he complains like, about like, getting off my lawns and the, and the pet dog pickles all the time. It's annoying. He's irritating. They need to get him off of there. No. All right. I well, I guess I'm on. I guess yeah, it's you're on me. An island with that. Yeah. It's it's Coach Lewis versus Coach <laughs> Coleman and Mr. Kilgore today on. Where is Eric when you need him? I need you, pal. I need you, Doc. <laughs> All right, but he would have been on the other end on that LeBron thing, anyways. So uh, yeah, he would have been. It would have been three on one. <laughs> Even though we we beef a little bit, we still uh, I still love all you guys. And uh, wherever you find your podcast, go follow Triple Play Fantasy. We got everything: hardwood, diamond, gridiron covered. Our Triple Play Fantasy YouTube channel has great content dropping every day, including Coach's Corner, Movie Minutes, Super Fantasy Bros, Fantasy Fifteen, Between the Scenes. Monkey Knife Fight Picks, Fantasy Foodies, everything that you kind of need, go check us out. Hit that subscribe button. Um, we're going to continue to grind and try to make this podcast the number one pick like Chet Holmgren in 2022. Woo-hoo. 
Chad Holmgren. He's a beast going to Gonzaga. Check us out on Twitter and IG at Trip Play Fantasy. We most recently interviewed Tampa Bay Rays pitcher Matt Garza on the Triple Play Fantasy Baseball Pod. Thanks again from the entire Triple Play Fantasy family for your listens each and every week. And now it's time for a little NBA catch-up, starting with our impressive performance of the week, starting with Brad. Yeah, man, we we talked about him already, Joel Embiid. Like, we're, we're in an era where DeAndre Hunter has the same exact injury as Joel Embiid, and the Hawks shut him down, and... To be honest, I think that's what Philly should do too, considering Embiid's a big man and we know what big man's knees and feet mean to to them and, and their longevity over their career. But, you know, Embiid's a grown man. He's deciding he's going to play. And he's not using that injury as a crutch for his performance. Instead, he's doing 40 and 10 on a nightly basis. And in the game they lost, he did, I think, like 28, 8, and 9. Like, he he's just a dominant force. Um, he's not exactly the same. He can't. He's not defending the alley oops and, and playing as good lateral defense as 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 we're accustomed to seeing. But he's doing the job. He's do, he's getting the job done, and and that's what's important. And I, to me, he's the reason the Hawks are going to lose this series. He's been unbelievable, Kev. Yeah, that's my pick. It was going to be Embiid, uh, <laughs> and it was. I just I hadn't up here already. I think what it kind of stood out to me is not only is he playing on an injury and he's not making excuses, <laughs> LeBron, uh, but he's also shooting eighty one percent from the free throw line, fourteen and fifteen yes. in game in game two. You saw game three, or excuse me, game one, uh, game two again, seventy five percent, seventy five percent. He's shooting thirty five percent from three point land, which he doesn't shoot a ton, but he still has that in his game. Uh, and and he's the reason why they are going to win. Like 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 Brad talked about. I mean, that's the guy that. Uh, is carrying that team. He, he probably would have won MVP had he not, had he stayed healthy. So I'm going to give him a shout out just because he's dominant. And Atlanta, you know, God bless Capella and those guys. They can't guard him. Like they they can't they can't do anything. They could double triple, uh, but he's pretty good. He's he's been pretty good at at finding guys and and, and getting distributing the ball pretty well. Uh, defensively, he's there. So that's that's my guy right now. I think he's the MVP of the playoffs right now. I will say uh, to Coach's point. You've always kind of been a you've always told me and me and Kevin to calm down on Ben Simmons and the fact that you can't keep him on the court late in the fourth because he can't shoot free throws is that's I I expected more from Ben Simmons at this point in his career. I thought that free throw percentage was always going to creep up. I thought eventually he'd learn to shoot. I'm not I don't matter. I don't care about the, the shooting part as much, but you have to hit your free throws, especially with your game where you're always driving to the hoop and getting fouled like. That, yeah. That's taking you to another level if you can shoot at least 70, 75% from the th- free throw line. So that, that's been pretty disappointing for me. Yeah, and it's in his head. He, yeah. he doesn't he's, – he's not driving as much to the hoop where he gets to the line. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's really, really deferring, which it's okay when you have Joel Embiid who's playing probably better than anyone in the world right that matters, now. That matters so much more than his three-pointers. <clears throat> like if he – I don't care if he never shoots three pointers in his life. Like he's seven feet tall, he always makes the right play. It's but a when problem. He's not shooting, but like you said, like when he's not shooting free throws, like it changes his game. Like he's yeah. not always making the right play because he's not driving to the hoop. He's yeah. he's deferring. He's the stuff that made him amazing. He can't do because he's scared to shoot a free throw. That's and we're kind of seeing that with two players too. Uh, Giannis is is in his head as well at the free throw line, and I don't know who 
taught this guy a routine on the free throw line. How can you even <laughs> practice that? It's it's gonna take two hours to make a hundred free throws. Oh, if you, you hear the crowd, the crowd counts it down. I love yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I was dying the That's other day. That's the kind of thing. That's the kind of thing we needed fans back for, man. Yeah. That was wild. Well, if it's it's a rule, it's an NBA rule, like yeah. enforce it, man. Like in the I love that. They told the they told the crowd they couldn't do that anymore, though. They told uh they they, really? the NBA sent and said, Yo, you gotta pull that down. Like, have some fun. It's a rule. Also, I mean, how are they gonna stop them? I I mean, with Silver picks up the phone, I think he you gotta say yeah, right? I mean, no, but <laughs> like they can't if the crowd starts chanting ten. No, 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 but they like, put it on a jumbotron with the countdown, like it. So yes, oh, the crowd. Oh, okay. but I the, see what the, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. so okay, that's okay, the owners. That's, that's a little different. Yeah, that <laughs> is different. It's okay. funny, man. You know, Philly fans they take it extra, but like that's kinda that's kind of cool. Great. Um, yeah, I like that. All right. Um, so for me, oh geez, man of the hour. Spider, Spider time. Donovan Mitchell gets my shout out. He drops his jersey number in game one, 45 piece um, against the Kawhi Leonard led Clippers. He gets 37 in game two. He drops 30 yesterday. And oh, man, he that was a terrible game for him because he only had 30. Um, but there are six and one, the Utah Jazz with with Donovan Mitchell in the lineup. He is not. 100% healthy either. The, the ankle is, is uh, giving him little issues. He got pulled out. Well, that is something that and we really still need to monitor. still getting the job done. Something we really need to monitor, though, um, going forward, because you never know if that, that can really hamper him going forward. And it, 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 would, it can sway a series. If you got, you know, Donovan Mitchell at 75% and the Clippers uh, rolling, then uh, that, that's why that series is probably the most interesting. But you got D Wade in your corner helping you, giving giving you advice. I mean, that that really goes a long way. It's the is the players that have people that have been there and are kind of giving you that knowledge, that information. It really does boost you up. You saw Jason Tatum. It, he watched the detail that Kobe Bryant gave on him in the Eastern Conference Finals. He always say watched it like a hundred times. And man, that kid is, is special. These young players asking the questions, getting the mentorship for some of these older players. I think it shows one the maturity of these young players, but also like the gift back of some of these vets like like lebron and carmelo they're open the way they're like in chris paul they're giving out knowledge the way that chris paul infects every single player that he plays with especially in the last four years you're giving these guys gold deandre ayton is playing out of his mind i mean Man, nobody's I'm really listening. stepped up more than deandre ayton um in his playoffs that have, have taken a step from like just a a guy to a guy that's you know probably a a perennial all star coming sometime soon. A lot of a lot of people hate the way the NBA is now with like every all these guys being friends and not always you know you know teaming up and stuff like that. But the the part of that that's that's most important that's making our game better. The the things that we're seeing from these guys being truly incredible and. So much so that we have like top 25 lists that are constantly changing and getting bigger of like, you know, people that are, you know, under the age of 25 and are just doing amazing things that we only see from superstars. It's because they're going to their mentors and their mentors are telling them this is what you should be doing. This is what I noticed. So guys like 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 Kobe are, are giving Tatum advice and, and Tatum is, you know, encapsulating all running of Kobe's advice into his game and running with him and just just becoming truly unstoppable. Like I think uh, MJ or Kobe was talking about how, you know, MJ would give him advice because he's no, he knew he was really about that life. Like he was going to put everything he could to be the best 
Oh, the stories of how Kobe was so annoying about it. Like he just kept exactly. Okay, that's the thing. Like Mike, I need you. But you don't have to do that with like today's NBA players. Like LeBron, he'll he'll train with these guys over over the summer, and that's just like a handful of guys that are getting pointers from arguably the greatest player of all time, and they're going to use that in their games. And it's making it's making the league so incredible that we're constantly going to have like a new face of the league almost every year going forward, just because these guys are so liberal with giving each other information. These camps build that, that rapport. Like you see little baby Trey young um, featured right? with like all the, all the NBA stars and they, and they Trey, go up. And then if you're Trey in young, the team, Trey young used to shoot his teams out of games and now he's like the star of the playoffs. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, and the USA has such a fraternity there, and the, the guys that are playing under nineteens, under seventeen, like they they're in the same family, and they're getting uh, mentorship this entire time. So it's kind of it's actually it's cool to kind of see like that the the knowledge kind of being spread out, and you see where our game is. It, it, it's yeah. the highest skilled um, level of basketball. I don't care what any old old heads can say that. These guys on the bottom of the bench would would have been starting in the seventies and cooking people. Like it's not, it's, there's yes. no question. Um, so that's, I mean, that's kind of a good thing uh, that we we've seen these these veterans showing these young guys uh, what's good, what how to treat your body the correct way, and mm-hmm. um, it, our game is is better because of it. All right, so we've talked about some of these series already. So like you know, we'll gloss over the the Jazz and Clippers when we spent a lot of time on that, but. Um, let's talk about a, a potential sweep happening, and that is the Nuggets in the Suns. The Suns are up 3-0, and Mike Malone is just calling his team out, saying we're giving up, and the last thing he wants is them to roll over and get swept. Uh, what's your feelings on this series? And then also, like, you know, our MVP, Jokic-led Nuggets, uh, seems like they, they, got, they got their number called with it when it comes to the Suns. Kev? Yeah, I just think the Suns are just a more talented team. And, you know, Aiden's been playing very well. Paul's been a booker's playing very well. All those guys are, are, are just playing very well. They got good, good chemistry together. I think the Nuggets just kind of ran its course. You know, I, I think that with the injuries and everything that was going on there, I don't think they have enough firepower to beat the Suns. The Suns are just playing. You know how sometimes you run into that team that just playing well, and you know the Suns are hyped after beating the Lakers. So they've kind of had that, hey, this is how we're going to win the series. And, and they don't deviate from their game plan. When you watch the Suns, they're very, you know, hey, this is how we win. We're not going to – no one kind of plays outside themselves. Everybody knows their role. And that's similar to what you guys are talking about with Paul. That all comes from Chris Paul. Like, hey, this is how we have to win. This is how our roles are going to be. This is what we're doing. Uh, and, and I think the leadership matters. Uh, and even though those are nasty jerseys if you watch on YouTube. But, yeah, the, the leadership matters there. Beautiful jerseys. Beautiful, like, uh, Chris Paul's handle and ability to put his team on the back in the fourth quarters. Uh, the, the Suns are – for real, they are. If you just watch the games, they are so legit. They are a potential NBA champion. Like this could really happen. They have all of the pieces. They fit. Michael Bridges is just an amazing player. He's so great defensively. His wingspan is like Rudy Gobert, and he can knock down the threes. A great young player. And it's funny how Philly traded him on draft night. He went to Villanova. Wins the championship. He would be perfect on that Philadelphia 76ers team, but they traded him for that. That's going to uh, be, that's going to be Tybul, though. Tybul's, yeah, but, Tybul's going to, he's going to grow into that role. 
he's no he's no Michael Bridges though. Like they're not they're not Mike, the same. Michael Michael Bridges wasn't Michael Bridges until this year, man. Both the Bridges <laughs> brothers, both the Bridges brothers took incredible jumps this year. He was really good in the bubble last year. You could see that that step was coming, and he averaged the you know a block and a steal. I did just. His offensive versatility just makes him so much better of a player than than Thibel. and that takes oh, yeah, nothing yeah. away. Ty, Thibel is a great defender. No, great, yeah, great yeah. defender. He just Michael can't Bridges shoot. is way better right now, but but Tybal, I'm I'm just saying Tybal is going to get there. Like I, I think Tybal is an excellent three and D guy. I just he future. just can't he can't three. He's just a D. He will. He will. He will. He will. He's, got pure, he's got a pure jumper, man. It's pure. It's like Tony Allen, he just can't. Oh, he doesn't have on. it. He doesn't have it offensively. Sorry. I'm a Michael, Michael Bridges all day. All right. Um, and Kev, who, what's your take on this series? Well, it, it over? Wait, you didn't listen to me. So go ahead, coach. Yeah. Go ahead, Brad. <laughs> I'll, you I'll get, do it. You, I'll do it. Go. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with Kevin. You know, I think a lot of people are talking about Chris Paul and Devin Booker. But at the end of the day, like when when Jokic was guarding Aiton, I would not have predicted we were going to get 20 and 10 from Aiden, and that's what we're doing. That's what we're getting. And I think he's the difference maker in this series because if you can't key in on on Booker or Chris Paul, because you have to also worry about Aiden, because you you can't like you you can get 20 points, 20 to 25 points from three different players on that team. It, they're just impossible to guard. So I, to see Denver win one game is hard. To see them win four in a row is impossible. So I, there's no doubt that that Suns will close this out one way or another. But I, I'm just really impressed from what I've been seeing from Aiden. He's really, yeah, he's coming to his own in, in in terms of like he can hang with the the best of the best and and this at the center position. And I'm mostly impressed with his defense. He's defended Jokic better than almost anyone that I've seen in the NBA this year. And I know Jokic he can give you 30, 20, and ten. Yeah. He's still getting his numbers, but which only Will Chamberlain and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, he's playing both well on both ends, and the Suns to me are the best home team right now. They they, their fans are rocking. I know that the fans are back, but like playing in Phoenix is different, and I think that that could sway a series. Like they they're getting past Denver. Denver might get one for the Gipper, but it's either going to be a sweep or five games. Um, If that next round matchup happens, and say. The Clippers advance and you have the home team. I think that could be a pivotal, you know, game seven differential. Um, and Utah has really good home court, of course, with the altitude. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with uh, these series. Uh, everything's in the air and kind of almost changes game to game. How about Chris Our- Paul playing through that injury, man? He looked he looked like he needed to be benched in, in like in last series. And now now he, I think he what he had 15 assists or something like that last game. Like he's just two games ago, yeah, he had 15 assists and zero turnovers. Absurd. And then last game he had 30. Um, yeah, he, he looks he looks good now. I don't know. Modern medicine is pretty cool. It's better to have a, I guess, a shoulder injury than an ankle injury. I was gonna say it's a shame LeBron <laughs> can't get some of that modern medicine. Oh man! <laughs> hey, I have a question for you guys. I, I was on Basketball Reference the other day. I saw Chris yeah. Paul, and you know how they have their nicknames underneath. Point someone God. put, would, yeah, Point God, but someone put the Skate Instructor. Have you ever heard that? Never for Chris heard Paul? of it. Never what the heard hell of was it. that? I like it though. That's good. That's the pretty skate cool. Instructor. I've never heard of called. I know Point Guard. Guys on skates. Know? I like that. <laughs> I like it, but I've never heard that. It is funny. Some of the things that pop in, especially on Basketball Reference, which is always like you know mm-hmm. your guarantee. That it isn't Wikipedia. You're getting get straight facts. Um, that's oh, they what got, I found they got out that, of, uh, 
They got those Bertans numbers wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure thing. Everybody go Google that. But that's how I found out that they call Luca the the Matador, El Matador. Wow. I'm like, oh, ah, this is, that's fire. Yeah. Uh, Dunker Spot Benny is uh is 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 one of those ones for Ben Simmons. I've never heard that one. That's messed up. They get out of here. Let's let's move on. Let's move on to uh, a matchup that, uh, you know, looked like it was leading to a sweep until uh, last game. We had a throwback early 1990s affair of an 80 point ball game. We we saw the most potent offensive team held at 81 points uh, as uh, the Bucks squ- squeeze one out at home. Um, they are down 2-1 in this matchup. We thought this was the main event, but it, the first it two games, it looked like a sweep. But, Brad, what's your take after uh, the Bucks got Listen, game number three at home? I've been, I've been calling – I've been saying the Nets aren't going to come out of the East for a long time now, and I predicted that the Bucks were going to win this series, and – I really wasn't too worried after the first two games because you're supposed to win at home. Like that's what happens. They won at home. They took care of business. Now the Bucks are home, and I think they're going to take care of business. And at the end of the day, you saw when this when this Milwaukee team is hitting on all cylinders and their length is actually used to to play defense. You can see what it can do to guys like Kyrie and KD, and they didn't look like themselves. And I, I anticipate that's going to happen for the rest of the series. I'm sure, you know, KD is going to have a 40, 50 point game or Kyrie will. Maybe even Harden will come back and he'll give them some. But this team is not battle tested to handle themselves in the fourth quarter yet. They don't know who's going to get the ball. They don't know what who's going to take the last shot. We saw Bruce Brown take the last shot last game. And it's like, what are you going to do when it's between Harden, KD, Kyrie? And it's a close game and you don't know who to go to for offense because of, you know, there's defensive schemes or who's open or what, or you just want to go to the best player or what? Like it's just too complicated. They need more time together to do their thing. Do you have Milwaukee winning this? I do. I had, I had them. Yeah. I had them winning the series in seven, six. I had them winning in seven. Okay. Game seven, Giannis. That would be, I could be uh, wrong. I could be wrong. None of us know the answer. Right. But like at the end of the day, when we when we saw Milwaukee play like we thought they could play, they won, and that's that's what I'm that's what I'm anticipating getting the rest of the series. Uh, Kev, I'm interested to hear your take on this because I I'm kind of like on a total different end of the fence, even though I've been pumping the 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 Bucks button all all year. Go ahead, Kev. Yeah, uh, the funniest thing I saw about that last shot against the Nets, someone put the, uh, a, a gif on uh, on Twitter <laughs> and said it was the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, uh, Carlton taking that shot, and I thought Holy. that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, to, yeah, to, to the credit, I think I, I still have the Nets winning this because it's it comes down to Middleton. I just don't trust Middleton. I don't trust Middleton. I've been on the record of saying it. I mean, last game he did great, yeah. right? He had he had what he had in the, in the game and students toward points. Uh, he had thirty five. But the game that they got blown out, he only had seventeen. He was minus thirty on the court, and it just didn't look great. And I think they need Middleton to really. He's got to be the second best player on that team. Um, and I just worry about his ability. Now the Nets don't play defense, so and, I mean, last game was weird. Neither team could score. Uh, so I know Middleton will have shots and he'll be there, but he's so damn streaky. 
Uh, he didn't get to the free throw line at all in the, in the game that they lost by over 30. Then he got there nine times. He's a great free throw shooter. I think he can be hesitant at times. Uh, I just think offensively they just look clunky. Uh, and I don't know if they could beat the Nets with the offensive output that they had if Middleton is going to be that. So I can't put money on Middleton. I just don't trust him. I don't trust that guy. I mean, Giannis is fine. Uh, he has his limitations. We all know about it, the free throw line stuff, other stuff there. But Middleton is the is the key to me. Did you see the uh, the uh, top of the key Giannis on Blake Griffin? Like, in it's, it, it's like he has no nothing in his bag. He's kind of just yeah. dribbling around and if he puts can't up this do, terrible mid range shot. If he can't do a spin move in the lane, he has He's nothing done. for anybody. Yeah, like it's 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 over. So I think that the PJ Tucker KD thing like that could have uh, helped you know, the Milwaukee, but the security guard, uh, Kevin Durant's security guard kind of saved them on that. Uh, they won 83-81. I think that Kevin touched on this. Uh, the Bucks' offense is broke. They they, they, they got figured out. Steve Nash hasn't fig- has figured out, and I don't see this series. I don't see it going past uh, five. I think I think the Nets win the next two games. Uh, based on that, I think KD is just – is just here. He's ready. He's healthy. And um, who knows, James Harden and Jeff Green might be coming back sometime soon. And they might really, really need those guys for uh, Philly in the next round. Uh, but I, I, the whole season, I thought, okay, this is the Bucks. They're, they figured they got Drew Holiday. They they figured it out. But then, then we get to the show and it looks like they're frauds again. I don't know. So do y'all, so do y'all think, what do y'all think of last game? Do you think it was just like they got lucky? They scored. it. I mean, they start off hot after that first quarter. They 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 had nothing, and they just kind of held on to that win. It was just, the, I think that, yeah, I guess for lack of a better term, yeah, they did get lucky to stop That's the Nets for, to that scoring. They I had can, just lost by forty the game before. I can respect that. Like, I honestly, I I think we just view the teams differently. Like to me, I I see them as last game was them playing to their full potential, and you're saying like, no, they that was the nets playing at their worst and yeah i, I just I can, think I offensively they got nothing and the, the, dante Di versatility as far as just playmaking being able to defend multiple positions i think they're they're he solely mi- they're missing that yeah um, he matters i think the, and the, the nets scoring 11 points in a quarter that was a that, that was a tougher one like when you saw that i, I don't necessarily uh, know if that was is that an outlier? Maybe they didn't shoot it. I mean, to the credit though, I mean, the Bucks shot six for thirty-one from the three-point land, and they still won. Yeah. So yeah. like, that's good. I mean, weird game. The Nets. It was definitely a weird game. I just, I don't know. Throws. They need Harden back though. Like, if Harden doesn't cut, like, I think he's he's raring. I don't doesn't know. Doesn't that scare you? Like, doesn't yeah. that scare you if a team has KD and Kyrie and they need Harden? Like to me, that says something. That says they're not good enough. Yeah, no, I mean that's fair. I've always thought they needed all three of those guys. I figured if they had all yeah. three of those guys, they win no matter I mean, what. But those two, I just don't necessarily trust Kyrie as much. And but that again, that supporting cast, who you trust after that? I mean, Bruce Brown, Claxton, Shamat, uh, who Blake Griffin, I mean, Joe Harris. Joe Harris is out there, but if he's not hitting, he had three points. So if he's not hitting, he's not doing anything for you. They, uh, I'll say though, they are playing better defense than they had during the regular season. The Nets are. Yeah, I think I, I think Steve Nash is an elite coach. I think he, it's underrated um, what he's yeah, kind of put that? together offensively. He's he is a maestro, and he's the better coach than, right. than no. Than that's uh, that's D'Antoni. The offense is D'Antoni's uh, offense. 
Uh, a little bit. I mean, but, but yes, Stephen A said but, that Steve Nash was not a good coach. What are you talking about? Remember yeah. Stephen A. Stephen <laughs> A. Said, terrible. Have you seen what he's, he's been doing? He's, he's been ranting about no, no white man ever. <laughs> I tend to agree. No white man. <laughs> so about the Harden thing. Um, I think that they were. I think they were almost better off with like without making that trade. I think that if you got Jared Allen, Karis Levert getting those minutes uh, right now, I think that. The, I thought the Nets were gonna win I like that before thing. that trade. Like I think that they were almost better, especially with him being hurt. But they gave away like a lot of their role players that I, and, I and Jared Allen in the next series might that might be really yeah, important yeah, yeah. with Embiid because DeAndre Jordan can't even play. He doesn't play in he's coach DMP every game. I disagree with that take, but I like it. That's you could if we were to argue about that, I I could definitely see myself losing that argument because you're right. Like they could really use Jared Allen. They could really use. Like there's nothing Karis Levert. It helps when James, James Harden's not playing right now. That's but. what I'm like. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing James Harden can give you that Karis Levert and Jared Allen couldn't couldn't manufacture as like two people. You know, like it, I think there's a lot. There's a lot to be made of like what they could use on defense and how they could do it from a matchup. You know, I mean, look, personnel Lake, status if they Lake Griffin is playing like 30, 30 minutes a game. Yeah. You got Claxton, you got Mike James who came on. Jordan's out of the rotation. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's just awful. Um <laughs> you all right, so that call these guys awful. <laughs> well, he is though. Like he was the poor he's guy was uh, well, he was an all-star and now he, he he doesn't he literally doesn't get in the game. The coach coach is not Coach is taking charges at LA Fitness, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. it was a player control. <laughs> I was in the right position. All right, all right, on, guys. Um, and now for uh, weeks we've been kind of putting this one on on the edge, and that is our question of the week: What is the greatest NBA playoff run of any time to- team of all time? We we'll start with Kev on this one. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really understand the question. Um, I, I mean, I kind of did, but I didn't know. Take, like, it, take it for what it is. You run so, with like, it. I don't care. Well, to me, I just didn't know, like, should it be like they had to win a championship or whatever? So I went with the Lakers in 2000, 2001, because uh, they only lost uh, one game against the Sixers. And they just looked completely dominant. And as much as I hate giving the Lakers credit because it's not a Kings fan, I, you know, Kobe was amazing. Uh, that playoff run when you watched him, 28. Uh, Shaq had 28 average there. He had a trip. Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice needs a shout out. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they had those guys. Yeah. You know, Har- Harper was there. Uh, Horace Grant played well. Our guy Derek Fisher, when he's not sleeping with his teammates' wives. Uh, like, they all played really good 2001. Uh, but you know, that was to me the most dominant run that I saw. I mean, they legitimately should have probably been undefeated that year. I think uh, Tony Parker was on that Derek Fisher too for a little while. Yeah, he was. He did the Derek Fisher. A lot of those guys, it's, it's a, you gotta watch your man out here. The complicated Suns. business, huh? Yeah, who was it? Jim Jones, Jim, whatever. Anyways, right, we, we don't, yeah, we don't need to be teammates, wives, people. <laughs> this is this just turned into TMZ. All right, uh. Brad, what's your take? Because I did kind of pose it in a way that was like, what was the like the hard, like most difficult road? But like he took it like basically the most dominant team, which I, you know, I like that take. I think you're gonna be happy with my answer, Coach. I, I was thinking that LeBron Cavs uh, most recent championship, where somehow a team that has LeBron was David and the other team was Goliath, but that's what it really was. Like that Warriors team was so dominant like 72 wins like they were just 
it was truly a historical team and LeBron put the team on his back and, you know, he wasn't with scrubs like he normally was in Cleveland. He had, you know, the Kevin loves, he had the Kyrie's, but at the end of the day, the, the matchup disparity was almost insurmountable and so many things needed to happen for that championship to, to occur. And, and everything happened and, and everybody did their job and, LeBron got it done and it was that was one of the most wild seasons that I had ever watched and it was it was truly just a joy like if you're a basketball fan it didn't matter who you rooted for you were glued to the TV and you're going to remember Yeah cuz it's either right? you it's either you like LeBron or you hate LeBron so it was yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. and it was a spectacle to go down to game 7 of course that Warriors team had won more regular season games than anyone in NBA history and no team in NBA history had ever came back from 3-1. So Draymond, Draymond getting suspended, the 3-1 deficit. Like there was just so much to just sink your teeth into, man. It that was oh. just a great run. And in game six, uh both uh Kyrie and LeBron dropped 40. And it was the first time I think teammates yes. both had a 40 plus in a play in a player um in the championship game series. Um so for me, I I, I, I kind of took a, t- a two-part because what the Mavericks did against uh, the Heatles in 2010 was just oh, amazing. So D- Dirk, they they faced uh, Portland in the first round, and, and Brandon Roy had a couple great games to start that series. They closed that out. They end up playing the Lakers, who had just won back-to-back championships, and they swept them. They they got them out of there. They, they go to the Western Conference Finals, and, oh, he, he gets to face KD and OKC, and they took care of them in five. Gentlemen sweep. Then they go in to the NBA Finals, and they were down two one in that in that in that series. And um, people kind of think that the Mavericks ran away with it, but no. Every single fourth quarter, they put the ball in Dirk Nowitzki's hands, and he got it done. And it's the last te- time we saw like a team led by one star uh, win a championship. So that was just a great, a great, great run. And it, of course, it was the, the worst moment for me as a LeBron James fan, as he had his worst performance you know, to date ever. It was like what he had like a 15 point game. Uh, he just really wasn't himself. And then, then he regrouped, right? When things go wrong for him, he regroups oh, and then he comes back next year and he wins the championship back to back. I was going to so, say, you forgot about superstar JJ Barrera back in your boy down. Like, I didn't know if you were going to bring that up or not. Uh, yeah. Right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. JJ yeah, Barrera still yeah, gives me nightmares. Cool. He torched, he torched Mar- Mario Chalmers. I, I agree with that. You're right. It was, but it was Jason. It was Jason Terry that was on fire that whole series. Right. He shot like Le- sixty five. LeBron's got you on the payroll, man. <laughs> Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler as the defensive anchor. I mean, that was a very well rounded team, um, and they just uh, they got it done. And then the other one was dude, Clutch City Houston Rockets. This team was just unbelievable. So they they played Charles Barkley and the Suns, and they start off zero and two. They lost their first two games at home. They win that series in seven. They play Carl Malone and John Stockton. They win in five. And then in the NBA championship, they play against Patrick Ewing in the Knicks. They're down 3-2. And it takes Hakeem Olajuwon in game seven to have a 25-10-7 game to win. And, of course, they won back-to-back championships. When Jordan quit, the first time he quit, he did it three times. Um, that's all I have. Uh, unless you guys w- want to mention the fact that the Lakers in the bubble – Away from their family, you know that was the probably the toughest run I've ever seen. Yeah, no, no, no crowds. That, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. The toughest. No run crowds. No seen. travel. No travel. Uh, LeBron didn't have to get in planes. His old ass. Like, come on, get out of here. Uh, 
Yeah, he was an alpha. He was the best player. All right, um, that's all we have this week. Uh, Check us out next time. Triple Play Fantasy Basketball.